Uh, going in five. Here, put him in a spike. Start to it. VK. Oh, hello, hello, Dave. Hello, can you hear me there? I think so. <laughs> I think I've got you. Just, just wait a minute there, I'll get onto your frequency. Did you hear the chap talking about the 807s? The 807s? Yes. Doubling and tripling the, the 807. Yes, they're just the tube to do it, too. Woo! <laughs> uh, yes. I think you've gone to the wrong frequency, like back 40 years. Yes. Mm. Back 40 years. recent trip to Sydney, I believe, there, Paul. Yes, yes, Dave, yes, I, I did, I, I did actually, yes. And did you, did you, anything of any interest happen in Sydney? No, no, not that I recall. How did you go to Sydney? Oh. Took the tram, did you, up, mm. straight up the Hume Highway? Flying. <laughs> yes, it's the Hume Highway tram. I, I bought my pass master. Oh, yes. Got on the tram, just went for a burn all day. They kept stopping and starting. It stopped at Seymour, Euroa, Wangaratta, I suppose. And about a million places in between. <laughs> <laughs> People were standing against these metal poles waiting for this tram to come along. Oh. All these swagmen. And... It must have been really good going up to uh, Sydney by the, the tram. Yes, it, it took me five days to get there. <laughs> it must, you must have had a headache when you finished. Yes, those wooden seats do get a little bit rough after a while. <laughs> Sitting there with those funny arch back support things to give you perfect posture. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, very Edwardian style. <laughs> and of course they've got, when the driver's at the front, you've got the back as the convenience. That's the, right, yes. 
It's really yeah, quite hilarious. You have to pull down the little blind thing. Yes, otherwise you get seen, which isn't very good at all, and uh, there really are some regrets when that sort of thing happens. But uh, you you did have quite a attaining time there in the old... Um... Well, not really, but I sort of went up there. I suppose it was something. Oh, yes. Went up and sort of had a look around. Oh, yes. It must have... Well, you've been to Sydney before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Do, do you like uh, the town of Sydney? Well, I suppose I wouldn't have gone again if I didn't. Did you do any... Oh, I find it quite, quite pleasant. It's Was... different, completely different to Melbourne. It, look, it's certainly more tacular. It, it is a more of an international city than Melbourne. Yes, true. All Melbourne's got is... Well, it's just... It's got the bay, but that's nothing compared to the harbour. <laughs> It's beautiful harbour with beautiful blue water and all these nice ships going It by. is. It is good, isn't it? Did you go for any trips to, you know, places like Granville or anywhere like that? Uh, oh, that's the point. I didn't ever think of going there, actually. Hmm. You would have found it most tainting. Did you go there deliberately, did you? Yes, I did go to the Granville just to see How where... How far? It's a fair way out, though. It is a fair way out. In fact, you can easily go all the way to the Blue Mountains if you have the time. Yeah. Um... No, I, I, I went. Well, I went for a ride in the train because so good to get on at, at Wynyard Station or something. At Wynyard, yes. And, and all these names, like when I was there, of course, I went through. Um, should be missions coming out there. Because I went through our um, the place. Take it out two three. Um, went through Redfern and I conjured up all of these pictures in my mind of people going on strike and all this sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah. What? Well, obviously, have a wired mustard screen properly. Stop bashing the phone. <laughs> oh, well, to give it I don't know why people do that these days. It doesn't do anything. It must date back to the days when the operator was there. He used to be able to give tings to get it back on the line. I suppose it's just a habit that dies hard. You say, hello? Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> or something like oh, that. Well, they're doing this canning the call off. Pretty good. <laughs> you know, they just cut their call off more often when that happens. So, it's just, it just is of some interest that these things happen. Oh, there. Out of harm's way now. Yes, yeah, so that, and... But you get on, you walk into Wynyard Station, of course, you don't want to make it look like you're not yeah. from Sydney. Yeah, that you're a visitor, yes. So you, when you sort of walk up towards this map to see where you're going to go, yes. you sort of hesitantly walk up to it and sort of just glance at it and don't really look very hard. <laughs> yes. Then you just walk up to the ticket booth and you assume it's the same as at Flinders Street. And you yes. Get on this train and you hear... You walk up these funny stairs at Wynyard Station and there's all these fans doing blow, blowing air <laughs> on you. Which one's Wynyard? Um, it's the most northern one. It's, uh, you know the big round building? Yeah, I think I know now, yes. It's yeah. the one just next to that. The stations are grot holes compared to ours, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I know. Their train system is far worse than ours. Well, <laughs> you're just standing there, and all of a sudden you look down the tunnel and here's this light sort of coming towards yes. you. Yes. And you hear... Old red train with little light fittings <laughs> falling from the roof. <laughs> These uh, 
vision signs and it telling you to do this, that and the other thing. No vivisection signs. Just signs telling you about the Transport Commission. What what they've got of it. Mm. Which sign is... Actually, I've got to ride the silver train. Ah, yes. Two. I've got a red... I've got a red going one way. Ah, yes. Silver's coming back. Ah, yes. Double decker silvers. Yes, the DD trains are quite good, aren't they? Now that is a Sydney special reversible seat. Mm. Uh, I think, um, sorry about this, I'm having trouble with your line. I'm having lots of trouble. In fact, the tennis has fallen out, would you believe? That's better. It's back in now. Just turn you down a bit. Right, so you really had quite a good time in the old Sydney town. Oh, well, what time I was there, I suppose, did you stay in a tell? Yes. Ah, yes. Certainly did. What tell did you stay in? <laughs> Do tell. Spence one. Really? Obviously you weren't paying. No. That's mm. right. I wouldn't have been staying there. In fact, just about to use it. One week's pay just for staying one night. Struth. And but they have all good things like colour TV and stuff, I suppose. Yes. So you really would have had quite a job oh, at the time. I don't think it was worth it, really. No. Most of these places aren't. Of course, you, know, you pay some astronomical fee just for the room. Yes. Then you've got to get breakfast and dinner and all these things separately. Breakfast at Tiffany's. And you ring up room service for dinner because you can't be bothered to go and have it no. in this restaurant where you got to dress up with about 50 ties on. <laughs> <laughs> and a stiff dicky. <laughs> and, um, um, so you give things to room service. You hear... You dial eight or something, and you hear, then you hear clunkety clunk, and all these dishes crashing in the background. <laughs> and you hear room service. Yes, I'd like, I'd like this, that, and the other thing. Righto, we'll send that up right away. Then after about half an hour, you get this, this tray. Right. <laughs> this porter walks in, and says, good evening, sir. Really? And sort of just brings a tray in and just leaves it there you have to sign this little tag thing on the piece of cardboard so you pay later how many million dollars <laughs> <laughs> it's just cost and then he stands there with his hand out waiting for oh no bill tip missions how much tip do you have to give them I don't know I usually ran off into the bathroom or something <laughs> to avoid it um Gee, it must have been a real swanky place oh well yes but as I say, I didn't pay for it, so... Do they have attainment supplied? Oh, what sort of attainment? Oh, whatever attainment they might have in a place like that. You know, the normal sort of attainment they have in uh, in hotels occasionally. Oh, well, I don't really know, because I didn't get to go downstairs much, actually. Ah, yes, yeah. Um, well, how many days were you in, uh, in Sydney? Oh, what, five? Five days. Five days. And was it quite, quite inter interesting, was it? Beautiful weather. Ah, yes. Mm. Although the weather around here has been quite good lately. It has, but I think Sydney does have better weather than Melbourne Overall. does. Mm. But it's such a, if it wasn't such a grotto, it would be such a nice place. Sydney? <laughs> yeah. Its streets are narrow, all those pit streets and all these funny streets. And Martin Place. Martin keep, Place. Every time I walk past there, I just cannot help but think about this nude man running past the taxation department and into Martin Place. He slipped on the red, west roadway. And, and then you hear us laughing. 
and then the news theme comes on. Every time I, you know, walk when, past... When, when, did, when did this happen? Oh, this is on some ancient news board and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With, uh... Um... Oh, the guy that... Roland Renshaw, when he used to be on there years ago. It was him who did it, wasn't it? Mm. And every time I hear this news thing, or every time I walk past Martin Place, I just kept on thinking of that. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Really? Mm. <coughs> Martin Place. Because did you go to visit the... Um, did you walk up to... Um, did you see the ABC sign? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, we went down William Street. You saw this buzzing neon sign. <laughs> ABC in this map of Australia. Oh, yes. And it goes 2FC, 2BL, and they go off. Or then they come on together. Then they go off, and then you see ABN Channel 2. They've really got a much more sophisticated sign than we have. <laughs> mm. But, um... It's on this grotty old building. Yeah. <laughs> you think, what? <laughs> because that's not the building. That's the buildings are up the road a bit. That the sign's just there to get ratings. In fact, I didn't know where to go. I was tempted to go to the ABC, but I, so the hotel was a bit far away from there. I didn't, these buses... It's like in Melbourne. If, if you're completely strange to Melbourne, the names of suburbs mean nothing to you. You get in a this tram is right, and you yes. wouldn't know where you were going to exactly. end up. I think going to any, any strange city, you certainly need to have an awful lot of... Uh, Preparation beforehand. Mm. Look at the maps because nothing's worse than getting out. You don't know. You know, a bus is going to, you know, any. Just you know, it says bus to Wynyard or you know, bus mm. to um, to Lidcombe. Unless you've been watching, uh, uh, what was it? <laughs> um, certain women. <laughs> you wouldn't know where it is. <laughs> or Redfern. All I do if I see something that I know Redfern. Oh yes, I know. I've heard about it. So you go there and you're not so isolated or. Um, <laughs> Or the rocks or somewhere that you've heard about. The rocks. Because if you stay up and watch Channel 9 all night and all the missions come from Sydney and there's no local tising, you see all these ads on for the pancake parlour and the rocks. Do they really do that? Yes. That's very poor, isn't it? Lately. I don't know why. I just haven't got any local tising. Maybe the uh, the sewing machine is, you know, is, is refusing to work. <laughs> so you see all these Sydney ads, it makes you think you're living in Sydney. Mm. Um... Yes, and you can go to Circular Key. Circular Key, that's, that is a very pleasant place. Did Not you visit really. the, the Opera House? Yes, as I said, I went and sat on the stage. You haven't said that on this missions. But, oh, yes. What did you do Sunday morning, Paul? Oh, well, I got sick of sitting in the hotel doing nothing. Yes. So I said to Fish, well, look, I'm, I'm going. Yes. I'm going for a walk here. So I went for a walk down Bridge Street. Ah, yes. And then turned into some other street and all these people were milling around these ferries and hydrofoil missions and things. What, what, the ferry was there? Mm. Oh, what was he worrying about at that time, today? Oh, I don't, thought he might drown or something. Oh. Anyway, I just kept walking and walking. Yes. Around. Yes. And past this little guard booth. Oh, yes. And, uh, ended up outside these big sails. What sales? Sales of the Opera House. Oh, by the, the big sales. Now, I've often thought it'd be, it would be fun to try and climb up them, but it's a bit awkward, isn't it? I think it might be. Anyway, it was very windy, unfortunately, so I was going for a bit of a wreck. Oh, yeah. It was a little bit uncomfortable. <clears throat> but, um, 
I tried to find a quiet spot where there weren't too many people trying to walk past you all the time and sat on the steps, put the tenors up on the sievers, which I was carrying around like an idiot. Uh, this was your new, your new sievers, was it? Well, I knew well, it's not quite so new anymore because I've had it for a few months now. But your new GX sievers? The new sievers, yes. The one you've been taking to bed quite often, according to the branch? Sievers, yes. Um, Stop bashing <coughs> your bill, Ikes. Sorry. Anyway, I sat there, turned it on to 40 metres, and I heard the white doing the cast. The who? The white. Who's the white? Mr. White, Kevin White. Oh, that's the guy who used to go to the Pulse. Mm. Does he know about missions? I really don't know, actually. What is his? He'd be... I think he'd be quite... I think they're quite tiny. <coughs> Especially with references to the Pulse. Mm. We'll have those films back next week. We'll have to have a big night. It'll be excellent. Can't Can you that. imagine just three minutes of this bobbing head bobbing up and down with and water? Little, and what will be even more hilarious is any bits that are sort of out of focus or all jerky because you've been running in the list. Yes, that's right. Oh. It makes it more like a candid sort of... Candid. It was completely candid. <laughs> I do feel a bit, you know, self-conscious, I think. Taking pictures of a person like that, I... I you know, he was self... He couldn't defend himself and... He didn't really know what was going on. But I wouldn't have wondered what I would have done if he, if he had a, you know how he would have come up to me. He was limping, say he was limping. Then he he just comes up to him and grabs you on the shoulder like he does, mm. and he's, he'd shake you and he'd go berserk, <laughs> and everyone would stop and stand around. Look, that's what I should have done. You know, at the lift when all the people were looking, mm. I should have done a pan around all these people who were just looking at the, the pulse, <laughs> and they would have been most embarrassed. You just imagine them thinking to themselves, will I go and go and grab this person taking missions? Will I protect the pulse? What will I do? Oh, yes. Here's, in fact, I deliberately, I was in the city today, and I walked past there, and his sign is still up, so apparently, mm. if he has moved out, he hasn't ripped down that orange, orange pulse sign yet, that you can hardly read. That's right, you can't, it's such, such bad contrast. In the same colour scheme as the cheetah sign. Yeah. In fact, it makes you wonder. I don't know who did it. Maybe Pulse did it. Well, I remember when they put it up. The cheetah sign. No, the one downstairs. Ah, yes. Because it used to be an even older one than that. And one day I walked in about half past five, and there was no one around. Oh, that's right. I walked past all these millions of people. All oh, the brown, the brown in particular, Jeremy Brown was scraping away at this marble trying to get rid of the old sign, you see. Ah, yes. And so I just couldn't give a tuttle. I just walked, because no one was talking to me, I was just sort of standing there looking at them. <laughs> they weren't particularly interested in talking to me that night. So I went upstairs, and there was only about, well, I think, one other person there. Everyone else was down helping the Pulse put up these new signs. But uh, I couldn't couldn't have cared less. So I didn't bother did worrying you, about it. Did the Pulse draw the signs himself? <laughs> no. I can't imagine so. I don't know who did them. Of course, the bowls used to be nice bowls. You can go and type all the labels for those carts and everything. Luckily, I left before I got dragged into doing all that boring work. And you know what else he did? Oh, you knew he typed the whole station policy and all that stuff. Yes. Hmm. That place is just so boring. Oh, yes, we what have blocked me. strange noise. See who it is. Well, there's nobody there. Must have been a door opening. Mm, sounds a bit like it. But uh, the bowl's on Sunday night, is it? Yes. Yeah. 
hardly wait for that. That ought to be hilarious. He's probably moved up to Shepparton now, sitting there shaking like a G. What's um, what time on set Sunday night? Chewing on his handkerchief. <laughs> um, um, uh, six o'clock, I think. Somewhere oh. around there. His first mission to hear. <laughs> yes, that's right. And the chord finishes. Uh, oh yes, that was so and so. Um, so he would have had to chuck in his job at the age or wherever. The nation's top station. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how disgusting. And then afterwards I was told I'd had it. I had really had it that time. Oh, yeah. This is what I was told. So everyone told me I'd had it. But as far as I know, the pulse never heard it because nothing was ever said to me. If it had been on these tapes, it would have been hilarious. He would have kept playing it back. <laughs> we might even have some previews of them later on. Mm. Uh, Ahmet was there once and I said... Three AS. I was against ASE, and uh, but I think it's the whole place is pathetic, really. I wonder if he's still doing missions. Oh, <laughs> dinner just about went all over the floor then. Now isn't it funny? Sometimes you go to do a burp, and then we'll almost go for a spew mission <laughs> to go. Bleh. Yeah. You know, or, um, Yes. Pardon? I wonder if the long is listening in Fli on Flinders Island. You said that before. Uh, who else could be doing listens to this missions? The branch. Branch? Well, he's doing lations. Good evening, Branch. Well, we're going to talk about aircraft before, and we got completely off the topic. Oh, well, you talked about Sydney. You're going to Sydney and all this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Now, when you Now, tell us about the aircraft trip. How was it? Bumpy. Oh, yes. Well, come on home. I have a surprise for you. It's from Johnston's. Johnston's will just lead me to it. I don't know what you're talking about, but don't if that's you? what happened in a plane trip, well, I'm glad oh, I didn't well, go. Oh, didn't really, but... Uh, Did they offer you big food while you're going on the trip? Well, well you must... You've been a pilot a few million times. Um, they're, they're plastic food and they're plastic plates, plastic forks. <laughs> Quite hilarious. Well, I mean, I, I was sort of sitting there. I got there really early to the airport, so I'd get super seats. Oh, you got a window seat. Oh, a window seat on on the two side as well. Gee. I didn't even have to put up with three people next to me. Only two. Another, and well, at least one more person. Did you see? Uh, was it good scenery? Did you see the mountains and everything? It was. It was a perfect day. Oh. Because it was just totally clear. Oh. All the way to Sydney, except That's around incredible. Sydney, just a couple of fluffy clouds, but still, you know, they're only just little fluffs, and you could see right through them. So all the way, it was just perfect missions. It would have been terrible if there'd just been low clouds, you know, so that all you saw out the window was white, cotton wool. Yeah. Flying is an, is an incredible experience, isn't it, really? But that was just unbelievable, because I'd never... That, was there well, any snow on the... the plane was about five years ago anyway, but still. Was there any snow on the snowy mountains? I wasn't sitting on that side of the plane. Oh. But, um... <laughs> it's amazing. Because you don't know where you are, do you? Well, look, it's really disconcerting. When the plane was going for a taxi out into the runway, and I was going, ooh, <laughs> thinking to myself, hmm, well, I was sort of feeling really thrilled to bits that I was on the plane. Yes. Then in other ways, I was thinking, ooh, what if it goes for a tuffle? Well, it might get jacked. Yeah. 
And I was looking at the RV tenors. Yet, I always think they might run into that. Yes. It's I so wanted to close. see what it would look like from sort of over the top of it or something. Mm. Anyway, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, the plane starts off on the main... Ah, yes. Ah, yes. And it just gets so fast, like a super fast car. Mm. And then it just gets to unbelievable speeds, and you go, whoa. And the vibes stop. And then it goes for a takeoff, and you're sort of sitting there at about a 45-degree angle, thinking all the walls might sort of come down towards you and all these suitcases. <laughs> and you sort of lose track of the fact that uh, the, the auntie tenant is out that window. And by the time you sort of start looking out for it again, it's well and truly gone, unfortunately. And once you leave the airport, you just don't know where you are, do you? Well, I was trying to follow my progress, and I sort of, just from looking at maps all the time, I could work out where I was for the first for about five minutes, and I sort of saw Mount Macedon yeah, and so all that sort of thing. I find once you lose Macedon, yes, you're gone. Mm. Well, you know, that was okay. And then we were flying, obviously, over the Hume Highway. Oh, yes. Because you could see these tiny little specks of cars sort of going for a burn underneath and everything. Yes. And also, to help with the pilot, said we were over. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we're sort of just flying along, and... I didn't know where we were, but it was so interesting. It's just like looking at an aerial photograph. It is beautiful, isn't it? indentations where rivers are and all this sort of thing. I mean, it looks completely unrealistic as if it, it's not it just, true. That's right, yeah. I mean, you just can't imagine that that's the world underneath <laughs> there, and you're 30,000 feet above. That's right. Um, and you've got the windows are all scratched, all of the plastic, so you <laughs> can't see out very well. <laughs> Through the total windows... But it is incredible. People coming around, dropping tea all over you, and <laughs> oh. getting little plastic biscuits out of the plastic bag, and eating it out of the plastic tray. <laughs> and you pull out that plastic fold-up tray from the front seat, with this little sicky bag. While you're, <laughs> while you're trying to read Electronics Australia, because there's nothing better to read. <laughs> now, it's good when they come into Sydney too, that's quite tacular. Yes. Well, they come down. They came down sort of over the Blue Mountains, oh. which was really good. Mm. And um, the pilot says we'll we'll be landing shortly, and then all of a sudden the fastened seatbelt light goes on, and all the wowing tinny music <laughs> stops. No, it comes on. Oh, that's right. Yes, at the back here, the, uh, mm. just to calm your nerves while it's going for a tuttle. I suppose that's what it's there for. Um, I don't know why they don't have it on all the time. Well, I'm glad they don't, really. Well, the noise level inside those planes isn't exactly what you'd call super low. No, it's so pretty can imagine high. what it'd be like inside a, a jet fighter or something yeah, like that. Yes, that'd be incredible. incredible. Mm. But, um, you know, it starts to go for a land, as I say, puts all its flaps up, and it sounds like a red train going for a grind. All that power. All, all these grinding noises. It's just the hydraulics vibing, I suppose. Well, yeah, the whole thing sort of goes for a shake all vibing and jumping up and down and you think it's going to fall to bits. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, you think planes are very well kept and all this. Mm. When you go to some of these planes, they're just grotty. Mm. You know, they're already grotty and all the wings are sort of stripping off, all the paint's stripping <laughs> off and the aluminium's flapping and all this sort of thing. The propellers are bent and... Makes you wonder. Yes. And you sort of wonder if someone might throw their shoe out the window or something and get stuck in the jet engine. <laughs> How could you throw a shoe out the window? It's <laughs> not. Because, you know, if someone shoots a hole in the window, you get sucked out. Hmm. see his hands going at this tiny little porthole window. Um, yes. It's like in a certain film. 
um, anyway, the thing's coming down sort of when it's only a few miles from the airport. Yeah. All the houses underneath look like they're only about 10 feet below. And they look like little mini houses, don't they? Mm. Oh, it's you incredible. You can feel what's in their backyards and all sorts of things. Yeah. And, um, well, right down towards the airport, the thing can't be very high off the ground no. at all. And you really do feel like, you know, you might land on top of the... And as soon as it hits the ground, you get all this vibe noise from the suspensions. Do you? Actually, yeah. I hardly even noticed that it, mm. that it hit the ground, and all of a sudden you hear whoosh, this tremendous whoosh noise. What well, when they reverse thrust? Mm. And, and that's it all, incredible. It all goes for a vibe again, like a red mm. train. <laughs> and all the wowing music gets drowned out. And you don't realise, but you've only been up there for an hour, and you're mm. so far away. That's right. And you think. Because I got a lift out with the fish, which was very handy. Mm. And, you know, fish probably wasn't back home. And I was 600 miles away and fish was probably still, you know, trying to get home. That's incredible, isn't airport. it? <laughs> yes. Mm. And then you got, I got out of the plane. It was all nice and warm and everything. And you go and, go and get your baggage off this conveyor belt thing that goes for a twirl. And all your bags are bashed and smashed <laughs> together and ripped. <laughs> No, actually, it wasn't one of those carousel things in Sydney. Uh. It's just sort of a rotating thing. Uh, sort of a conveyor belt that went round in circles. Yeah, sort of a snake path. It's incredible air travel. Like, if you know, you leave Australia in the middle of the winter, terrible weather, mm. and you, you drop, you know, you land in some tropical place, there, as soon as the door opens, you get hit by this hot air, and it's just like being on another, another planet. It's just walk out. It's only a couple of hours, mind you, a couple of hundred dollars, but it's only a couple of hours ago that you're in drizzly Melbourne with trams and things, and you end up in Hawaii or something. It's completely different. It's amazing. It's just more than a couple of hours. Flying over the Pacific can be quite a drag, actually, if there's no good cloud effects, because it's just blue. Well, that would be quite pleasant, although I suppose you get sick of it, because there's nothing of local interest anyway. Oh, that was something I tried. I had the Seavers with me in my school bag. Ah, oh, which is very illegal. <laughs> and of course, I didn't turn it on to see what I could make of. You didn't? I did. Oh, good, yes. And I turned it on to medium wave, and I couldn't actually turn up the volume because I thought that might be a bit much, because you can imagine if you suddenly heard the races. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you put it near the window? Well, no. I just had it sitting on the floor. So... I just tuned across the dial and had the, just watching the meter, and it just didn't do a flicker on anything. So I probably would have had to have put it up near the window anyway. But yeah, you'd need to, yeah. I imagine that high up, you probably wouldn't get much in the way of missions anyway. Well, the fearance isn't all that bad. Have you tried it? Yeah, well, I, I tried it over the Pacific. On short wave, you could hear a few powerful short wave missions and a few beacons and things. Mm -hmm. And near Sydney, you could hear a bit of, you know, 2FC and stuff like that. Uh. Um... Which is, you know, sort of, they don't like it taking. No, because they. It could deference. Deference with the NDB. And they end up flying into themselves. <laughs> Funny, you could take up a, a long wave Seavers. <laughs> I mean, long wave Mitters. <laughs> Do fake missions and it doesn't know what's going on. Like, you want to go, so, instead of doing a jack mission, you just take up a, a, Seaver, a Mitters <laughs> and. and Yes. Make it go off in some direction. Take up a, uh, uh, people probably take up CB up into aeroplanes. Hmm. 
I've heard people on two metres aircraft mobile. There's one guy that's um, a pilot. Mm. Sky pilot. A commercial pilot, and he has a Ken. I quite often just holds it up to the the window of the of the cockpit and does missions. What's the cocks up there too? Is he? Mm. And um, they'd be exceptionally good missions, I guess. Yes, but I don't think I'd like to be a passenger on the plane. Wouldn't he be... Sp- now, somebody told me, somebody in one of these, these commercial aircraft, he'd swap, put one of the cr- channels, put it for a two-metre channel or something, so he'd be flying and he flicks to some channel and he could talk on two metres. Mm. But uh, the management didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, even if you saw a tram driver doing that, you'd, you'd, you'd wonder. Worried, yeah. <laughs> you'd see this tram, be holding up a Ken, doing speaks. Got a long way, actually. It does get quite some considerable distance from that height, as I, I yeah. suppose you'd expect. It's a high tenors. Um, uh, that stopped. Good. Um, yes. Oh, speaking of trams, went in an orange tram today. Oh yes. First time ever. Have you I, ever been in an orange? They're very smooth, aren't they? Incredibly smooth, and they take off so quickly, <laughs> and they slow down so quickly. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> And um, they've got a strange effect because, you know, the guy only can move about six inches at a time and things like that. And I was just, you know, very strange, the whole... What, what guy can only move six inches at a time? Well, he can if he wants to. You know, like if there's traffic in front of you. Oh, yes. Most trams just stop and wait till it's all cleared. But with these orange trams, you know, he just creeps forward a couple of inches and all this sort of thing. So I found the tram most enjoyable. Not as enjoyable as the aeroplane, though. No, but it also didn't cost <laughs> the earth <laughs> to have a ride in it. But per mile, it probably was. Now I wonder, actually. 15 cents a mile. That's how much the tram cost. Well, how many... How many, say, 600 miles to Sydney? Mm. I wish I had my latest. <laughs> well, that's... $90. Oh, well, I suppose it's fair enough then. It's about the same. Mm. And so if there's a tram to Sydney, it wouldn't be any cheaper then? No, it'd be more spence, because it's only that much one way. Mm. It's not $90 one way yet. <laughs> oh, what does it cost to, the, to Sydney on, on plane? It's $52. Return? Single. No, single. Mm. That's the second class where you get the tea served after the people in first class, eh? Yeah, just before you come in to land, so you don't really need it anyhow. <clears throat> that made me spew, actually. That really did. You know, they serve it up about ten minutes before it's about to land. Yeah. Let, let you drink it for about three minutes before they come around and grab the tray back off you. Look, this is it. I find um, aircraft travel uh, like that. It's, it's rather, like even on a long trip, it's, you get useless food. Mm. Plastic food. Plastic food, all... You know, just plastified. That's a much quicker way of travelling than by boat. Yes. But, you know, a long trip on the plane, like, say, people who fly from London to Melbourne non-stop or something, it must be a real drag. Well, we can sit there and watch movies. There's a bore movies. And I suppose house quality. Yeah, I think they're just eight mil little um, spot things, and all scratched and graunched. Uh, or the 50 channels of music. Hmm. And it depends on what airline you're flying on, I suppose, too. Yes. 
It's so boring, the music missions I have. Anyway, you don't even need one of those ear things. You can put your ear, ear up to the hole in the chair and listen to it out of the hole. Is that how it works? Yeah, it's just a transducer and it comes up through pipes. I should have wondered because, you know, when you buy those headset things, you buy them and keep them, don't you? No, they give them back. Do you? They sterilise them and give them to somebody else then. Look, they're just tubes. I was thinking I might just take a bit of, you know, plastic <laughs> tube and stick it in my ears. Or if you're a doctor, you could get out a stethoscope. But wouldn't you think if that was the case, that they'd just make them headphones instead? Well, apparently it's cheaper to have just a loudspeaker or something in the, the armrest of the chair and just hoses. For super hi-fi missions. But I thought they meant to be stereo, too. They are stereo, but they're very low-fi, really. There's no bass unless you stick this thing right into your ears and still, you know, you've got to stick them so far into your ears that your ears are just about falling, you know, getting wrecked. If they're just normally sitting there, there's no base at all. Just, just sitting there? Well, um, well, well, there's no law about sitting out there. Oh, here we go. Time missions. What's the time? 30 seconds. Oh, because it's cup day tomorrow. We'll discuss what you're going to do in the cup. Mm. Twelve o'clock is quite early. Mm. But um, aeroplane trips are quite fun. Is that the longest you've done to Sydney, is it? Well, when I was three months old or something, apparently I went to England and America. Did you? Was it good? Oh, yes. I, I, I remember so much of it, too. Mm. And uh, what did you think of uh, London then? Well, it must have been so exciting. So much for that. Mm. Mm. Pity you didn't go a bit later, like about 20 years later. <laughs> That's right. Uh, It'd be nice to be able to afford to go overseas. Can't you afford to go? So you spend your money on speakers and... and yeah, but I'd rather do that, because I think I'd rather spend my money on that than going overseas, you see. Oh, I, I like to spend my money on both. Yeah. But see, I work at a certain place where you get lots of money, so it's OK. I know, you can just burn it. And the branch wants to get a job there, too. I don't blame him, so would I. <laughs> Look, why don't you apply? Well... There's no harm in applying. Quite a few reasons, actually. Yeah, but if, I, if you apply and don't get... And they, it turns out to be an actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really say, well, look, you know, forget it. Yes, you can. Look, there's yeah, be 50 other people. Yeah, but if you once and you ever want a job there again, they're going to be a little bit thinking about it. Also, there's not, most of the jobs there, if there are any, aren't in the, uh, well, they'd be video jobs, I'd say. Like dragging cables, operating booms. <laughs> branch, don't let the branch know this. <clears throat> Oh, I suppose if you kicked up enough of a fuss, though, they might let you do something else. But I suppose where I am at the moment is sort of more exciting in many ways, even though I only get about one-third the pay. Oh, I don't know if it's... you don't See, you don't do any live-to-air work, which is fun. Oh, occasionally we get mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, admittedly, we don't do that. But then again, we get to do lots of other things. But then you don't get as much pay... Yeah. And you've got to go down to tr take the tram down to Efton. Every day. It takes so long and they cancel. Look, I don't think I could stand that every day. It would drive me no. quite mad. No, I, I, I end up... Look, I say to myself, right, I'm not going to drive down every day this week. 
especially when you're on early mornings. And you end up, by the end of the week, you're just gone for a tuffle and you just want to lie in bed as late as you possibly can. Yes, yes. So you end up driving every day because it, it really does just get a bit much after a while. It's interesting. <laughs> the train, like, um, after a week of early mornings, you really are stuffed, aren't you? Mm. Can you imagine how, why the E is in such a bad mood all the time? <laughs> yes. No, the, the train trip, if only they could move the train tracks around a bit so you got some different scenery, then it might be okay. I've only been down there twice on mm. train. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose on, on, on a Sunday afternoon you wouldn't consider a train trip to Frankston these days. No. I remember when you you went on a train trip to Frankston just for recreation once and you said how good it was and all this. That's right. Oh, you wouldn't do it now. I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> the last place I think of going. In fact, I went the other day. I just felt like going somewhere. Yeah. So I went down to Portsea. In the car. Mm. You may have to drive all the way to Frankston again. Well, I drove through Frankston. That would have been a bore. And I just kept my eyes away from a certain building. <laughs> what? You could have... You should have gone somewhere completely different, like Altona or somewhere. Well, I went down to Phillip Island the day before that. You must be rich doing all these Spence trips. Spence trips? Yeah. Why is it Spence? Well, just think if you use a couple of gallons of petrol, it's a dollar a gallon or something now, and, uh, you know, it's pretty bad. Well, actually, I've got it for almost Nixo. For various reasons, oh, we won't go into that here. I think you had a certain uh, mm, a, a anyway. jubmobile um, at your disposal. Because mm. when I rang up to see if you were home one day, your fish said, "Oh no, he's got he's got the use of a jubmobile." Mm. I thought, "That's most interesting." If I had the lemon, I wouldn't be going anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> even if it did go, it's just look, you get out of something like that. It's just so... What's it like, this thing? It's so good. Really? Super smooth missions and everything. Really? You get in the lemon, it just grinds along the road, <laughs> and rushes anything. There's but it's no yours, isn't it? floor or anything. Oh, but the, this other car would be worth a lot more than the lemon, though. Oh, like about, probably about seven times, yes. And it's not seven times as good. Oh, I don't know about that. Wouldn't go seven times as fast. No. Well, seven it, times it did as go far. rather fast, though. Ooh. But never mind. How fast did, you, did it go? Oh, I went down here. Went, it went 50 miles an hour, did it? It went 49.9 miles an hour. <laughs> mm, something like that. Anyway, um... I... Yes. It did go fast. Yes, it did, rather. I was surprised, actually. Did it have lots of Asians? Asians? Yeah, because it was an automatic, too. Oh, and you go... <laughs> <laughs> Which made it even more enjoyable to drive, because it's just like driving a... <laughs> an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> then there's this rattly old gears. Gears are a pain, aren't they? <laughs> the Matic cars. I often, when I'm in a spew mood, I just think, oh, well, this car, I'm not going to use any gears. <laughs> just the end of it. <laughs> Get in such a bad mood. Then you, you take your foot off the, you put your foot in the clutch to get a few revs. Then you just go. Do, 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 do. So okay, car, if you're going to be like this, then you put it in first and rev it to bits. The one-speed car. <laughs> no, it was just, just so good. Gee, it must have been good. Yeah. Get in this car. 
has all all super comfortable seat and there's carpet on the floor and it's got automatic missions. <laughs> Does it have uh, dishing in? No. Uh-huh. It wasn't quite that good. I'd send it back then if it didn't have dishing in. But it had, had set player and all this sort of thing. Did it have Henry in one? <laughs> I must admit. <laughs> driving and, and also listening back to the Flinders Street thing. And it's hilarious. <laughs> You just good stop quality? at a traffic light and you hear some hilarious bit and you just catch yourself <laughs> laughing and all these people start looking at you. Uh, but, um, things like that and uh, it just makes you see how, how bad the lemon is. I quite often think, like, I hate driving in the city anyhow. Mm. It could be because my car is so unpleasant to drive. Well, look, this car is just so nice. You know, you could just drive it all day <laughs> and not think anything of it. Mm. It's just so good. Yeah. But then I suppose a lemon, at least it's just reliable. That's <laughs> exactly what it's not. Mm. So you haven't got this other car now? No, I only oh. had it for a couple of days. Oh. Oh. So I used it when I had it. Actually, I meant to go somewhere more interesting than Philip Island. <laughs> I didn't have time. I woke you, up a bit late. You should have um, should get the use. You should have got a use of one of those cars for a week and gone for a trips. Mm, I wish I had. Uh, well, unfortunately, that was not to be. Oh. So I just had to be content. So you were sitting back in your big car, well, and everyone was pointing, going, oh, "Look, oh, there's a big. big." It wasn't all that big, <laughs> but it's not much bigger than a lemon. What sort of not car was it? Lemon. Uh, never mind. Well, um, no, what sort of car was it? No. Not Why can't we? What's wrong with mentioning the brand of a car? Because there's various reasons why I can't mention what it was. It's, it's, the car hasn't been leased yet. Oh yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah. But no, it's just reasons why. I'll tell you in person, but not. I think. Um, not for public. I think your fish mentioned what sort of car it was. Yeah. Quite well, possibly. what's wrong with mentioning on, on? It's just a car that anybody can go and buy. Hmm. What's wrong with mentioning it on missions? Anyway, um... Okay, look, I'll disconnect the missions uh, and tell me, because I, I really would like to know. <laughs> so, go ahead. Go on, I want to no, hear. It doesn't matter what I say on here, it just gets either remitted, <laughs> gets put on when I'm about to say it, corded and then played back later, or just spoken outright at the end of what I've said. But what's wrong? <clears throat> Would it afford? <laughs> no. Was it a, um, a GMH car? No. A Japanese car? Yes, actually it was. Okay, was it an, a Nissan? <laughs> no. Toyota? No. Hmm. One of these Japanese cars that's merged with the, uh, you know... That's right. Ah, with Chry- a Japanese mm. and Chrysler car. Oh, it was a Galant, was it? No. Hmm. A Gemini? <laughs> no. Hmm. A golf? What's a golf? Is that one of them? <laughs> it's a VW. <laughs> well, look, it must have been one one of these. Well, one of those things. Anyway, it was just nice. And what? What? Who? Who? Who was it made by? Was it? Where was it made? I don't know. I suppose Japan. I really don't know. Did the instructions read funny? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the instruction book. Get in car and start engine. Hmm. Two power car. Aren't you going to. Little pedal. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah. Yeah, see, looking at us know what sort of car it was. No. Why not? <laughs> Just forget it. <sighs> um. <laughs> but you know, I've got a KVS mobile. Oranges and lemons. Got an orange car, and he's away at the moment. I mean, in his car. I wonder, yes, I wonder if he went away in his car. In his lemon. Hey, his. Orange. Orange. Most interesting. Look. But anyway, I drove down to Frankston and I just thought, it only seems like I've been away from there for about one day. It just seems like, you know, I was there yesterday or something. When you go back, that people won't even know you've been. No. It's incredible. Or else they walk up to you all patronisingly and say, did you have a nice holiday? Thinking to themselves, I wish I had a holiday. Yes. Now, do you think um, this year of work has been of benefit to you? Well, I don't know. It certainly made me realise how much harder work is than school. But your school days are gone forever. You've got varsity possibly to go to, mm. but you'll never have blood school days anymore. School days are so much fun. It makes you realise how much fun school was. Well, I remember school was fun, but you just... Just while you're there, you when think it's bad. When you there, you thought it was so bad, you know, they did, didn't ever want to go or do anything. Mm. And you always waited for the day that you were leaving. And then towards the end of sixth form... Hello? Who's that? It's Beatty. Oh, good day, Beatty. Sorry to intrude on your crossbow. I just got home. Oh, yes. Oh, what a lot of harm on my mission. Disgusting mission. Sorry about that. Um, just sort of... Small interruption to find out whether the branch has been around. He certainly has. We we're sort of expecting him to come on then, but it looks like he's not listening. Calling the branch. Are you there, Tony? Hang on, I'll put you through direct. Uh, hang on, we has someone's just walked into the room here. Just hang on, just get through the door there. Do you want to speak to the uh, yeah, to, to him? Here. Tony, um, I'd like to talk to you about a job I might have for you. Oh, well, you can't do it at the moment because of the cross beam. <laughs> Obviously not now. Hey, Be Be Bez, have a listen to this. Uh, Mark wants to say something to you. Oh, no, 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 no. Bez, did you talk to Paul about the letter? The particular letter you wrote. It's not the Bez here. It's not the bears there. It, it's not the bears. Okay, what do you want me to say? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Um, yeah, have you talked to the Paul? Have you talked to the? I um, know um, um, oh, um, it's the letter to do with. Um, yeah, yeah, he has talked to him about it. Yeah. Three conversations mm. at once here. Yeah. Okay. Um, How's things, mate? Yeah, I'll probably catch you tomorrow then. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I'll just go back to it. I'm just sort of doing some calculations here and listening to the crossband. Vic was yeah. about to launch into an interesting topic on how nice school days were. That's uh, right. Everything. Okay. Did you drop in up. here too, I by the way? Calls. It was you. You're the guy who's normally well dressed then. Oh, That's what the fish said. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll just go back to listening. Mm. Okay. See. Yeah. You. Okay. Sorry for interrupting mm. the crossband. I'll see you tomorrow night, probably. Roger. Back to the crossband. All 
next oh. or next week, way, or all this week, week. You know, I'll be doing it. Look, um, on Monday, it's good hard to get in. Yeah. Well, look, I was sitting there, and I th- each each one they got, I almost I thought, hell, I wonder if it's this one. But what we, I don't know what you're going to put down it, but um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've seen what the on the phone. Mm. Okay, um, well we can do that then. We'll be, we'll be looking forward to you. No. Yeah. Hang on, who's this outside? Who's who's outside? Yeah. Oh, it's just people. Yeah, good night. Bye. Tony, did you have visitations from, um, yeah. ah, well, did you find him very intelligent? Yeah, uh, actually we did. sort of went on the air for a couple of hours. Really? And uh, I would have thought you would have heard that that was no. last Sunday morning. And what, did he just drop in on you? Yes, I sort of went to the door, <laughs> so uh, we came in and... Um, and you thought, oh God, it's true. Oh, it's a motorbike going right past here. Um, we sort of raised on 160 for a couple of hours and uh, we even gave him some lunch. And uh, what did we do then? Oh, then the beady man turned up. Ah, yes. So did you have any trouble getting rid of him? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I couldn't... Be- oh, what was that? Oh. Hey. So he just stayed there and did he, did, he, did he show him all his shack and he was very interested? No, he seemed like a completely different... Like, when, when I sort of talked to him on the phone, on he, the two or three occasions <laughs> that, he, that he rang up... He sounds I thought, wet. I thought, At three in the morning. You know, 60-year-old guy from... 60? Yeah. No, he's a young guy. Yeah, but this is what I thought. You know, when, when this guy announced himself as being who he was, I couldn't believe it. You expected him to be, uh, to be older? Well, I expected... Well, you know, somebody fairly old. Well, I knew because on the phone he's saying how, you know, he was fairly young and all this sort of thing, about my age. And we used to, he used to ring up and we used to talk for hours on the phone about, you know, trouble getting jobs and uh, and all this sort of thing. Yeah, well, he's probably listening at the moment. He's, uh, <gasps> yeah, Pormund. Yeah, why know. would an intelligent bloke like that, if he, you know, if he seems intelligent, why would he ring people up at... Two or three o'clock in the morning, and upset the fish and all that sort of thing. Well, I don't think he is very intelligent. Oh, actually. He, didn't, he didn't say that he was intelligent. Oh, well, you said he was sort of. Well, you were surprised or something. Yeah, no, no. He just seemed like an average sort of a guy. It was just that on the phone, I somehow got the impression that he was uh, less than that. But mainly, I. Mainly, I got. Mainly, I got. Mainly, I got. <laughs> Bad edit. Yeah, anyway, so I found when he used to ring up. He often wouldn't have anything to say, and you'd have to carry the conversation. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that figures, doesn't it? <clears throat> with, with the overawed business. Yeah. Like, he, he's sort of ringing up to talk to you, but he didn't have anything, you know, anything in particular to talk about. Yeah, well, see, this is the whole thing. Um, so, if you rang up the Kennedy, yeah. what would you talk about? I think I'd find lots of things to talk about. I've got some interesting tapes here. <laughs> I could have gossip, but I wouldn't ring him up. I mean, this is the whole thing. We we used to have a school teacher who was um, mm. Donny Worth at Caulfield Grammar. I have heard and, of him. And um, he used to teach first form. Mm. And I was sort of completely wrapped that he was living in our suburb, you see. Oh, yes. So I went over there a couple of times. He used to muck around photography. 
and um, um, this is where I was about whatever it was, 12, 13 or something. And and <laughs> uh, it was quite interesting being over there, but I sort of remember being somewhat overawed by the whole thing. I sort of stood there for most of the time, not really knowing what to say, but it was quite good fun being there, type of thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. <clears throat> like I sometimes get in that sort of situation if I, I have certain people to. Uh, to yeah, the Vic was saying something, or he's about to say something about what good fun school days were compared to work. Anyway, I'm going to go now, so I'll say evening all round. Toodle. I'm going to get some sleep. Hang on, which, which recorder are you using, Dave? The Kai. 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 Oh. What what made you um say that? Well, I didn't think the other one had a third head. Which other one? The one. The one. The old thing that you're using for recording crossbands. Oh no, I record everything on the Kai. <clears throat> Just I replay everything back on the. <clears throat> The, the $19 quarters, but the thing I use for the amp, the the symphony has gone for wreck, 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 for Beady has ovulation <laughs> I wasn't even in there. Oh, it must be Liz. Well, look, give it away, chaps. Wait, chaps. Wait, chaps. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back on. Right, oh chaps, give it away. Give it away. Um, I was going to say yes, Tony. I think when the first time I came down to see you, I, I, was, I was so overawed, I didn't say anything. Mm. What? You've been on the air yourself for about two years. No. Yeah. Of course, I remember the back used to. No, we won't go into this. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. It's just that. Um, it's just a, it's an interesting topic, actually. When I have conversations, now there's some people. If I'm with somebody, I generally think it's you're there to do, you know, to have discussions. But I suppose some people may pay visitations and things, and it doesn't really matter if they don't have much to say. I don't know what you know what people might think about um, think about that topic. Could be an interesting topic for discussion. Yeah, well, Whitstyle didn't say much when he was here on that Sunday, but I sort of put myself in his place, remembering back X years, and um, didn't really worry me. Fair enough, yeah. See, uh, this I think I have a bit of a, <clears throat> a phobia. Now, often people come to give visitations to me, and I might be a bit of a strain have a, a long conversation and I think because there's no conversation going on that I'm failing uh, my duty This is what Jay used to say Jay YSP Ah yes he, he made the point I sort of made some comment about him raving on and drivelling on for hours on end when he and Bonnie and 
myself was sort of walking around the city and so on between hospital visits yes. to Liz. And um, he sort of made the point that he felt a responsibility to keep the conversation rolling along. Now, this is very much like how I feel, particularly if there's people I don't know really well and I'm put in a situation, I tend to drivel to try and fill up the gap and make it sound as if I'm really intelligent and know what I'm talking about. What, on a crossband or, or in no, real... No, just in real life. I mean, this is oh, real yeah. life. I mean, there wouldn't be much to a point having a crossband if nobody was saying anything. It would sound pretty interesting. Call signs, call signs every five minutes. And I had to do that one night. And, you know, drinking cups of coffee noises and, and soldering noises, you're soldering things in the background. Every three minutes you hear, yeah, or something. <laughs> now this is most interesting. <laughs> yes, it's... Now this is... I must admit, whenever I start playing around a third head on the quarters, I just can't stop. It almost started to sound good, then. It did. Well, this well, this is most I was doing this at work um, a couple of weeks ago, and I got to the stage where you just get this white noise from the feedback. And it wasn't, it was only at reference level. <clears throat> I think I told you, and, and the guy rushed in and had a big spew because he said the head was going to burn out. Yeah, I don't think you've said it on 160 yet. Haven't I? Oh. Well, I was doing this, I said, well, that's most interesting. 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 Anyway, I was doing that. And that's where he walked in. Yes. And it was at low level, and uh, he said that I was going to burn the head out on the Mark IV quarters. And I thought, what a, you know, rather strange. But, you know, this is right. <clears throat> I find, um, I don't know, the Beck might have some interesting things on this, because he, uh, <clears throat> he knows so many, so many, so many. But uh, I do occasionally try and uh, bridge the gap, so to speak, by just uh, having an inane discussions. People must think I'm pretty silly. Now, the Beck, I think the Beck... Calling the Beck. Oh. There's a Beck. Oops, here's Beck again. What? What do you just put on then? What was that? We'll do it again, <laughs> we'll tell you. Just pause a moment, chaps. Didn't come through very well, we need to have it again. Yes. Anyway, you sound like you have a storm in your shack. This wind noise. So you think you thought school was more fun than work? Oh, because sort of. There's no one at work that I could say is a friend of mine, really. Yes. Yes. You know, there's people like. It's not to say I don't get on with anyone, anyone but, but, but it's sort of a lot different to school. Where you had definite friends and things like that. That, 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 that. But aren't you friends with the with the cheese? Yeah, it's not quite the same. You know, you can't carry on like a complete idiot in front of the cheese and all this sort of thing. It's just completely different to school. School, And you don't work from nine till three thirty. 
and you don't get um, lots of holidays, no. things like that. I agree. Now, it depends what job. Now, I've had some really lousy jobs that I hated. I did just for the money. Um, it just depends where you work. I mean, one place of work can be completely different, like you might find working down there if you work somewhere else might be really good fun. Another place you might work might be absolute hell. I've had lousy ones too. Mm. I mean, There's a bit too much going on too, I think. Okay, I'll turn it down, turn it down. I'll turn it down. Down, down, down. Down, down, down. Which channel's two in? Could you speak on two now? Two now. Two now. You can hear the hear as soon as you press the button. Oh. Anyway, I think it'll be okay. No, it hasn't changed. I'll turn it down. Down. I'll turn it down. Down, down, down. 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 Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. There we are. How's that? Still the same. Uh. Oh, it's not. The hiss level's modulating about 20%. It is too, exactly. <coughs> Um, you know, you haven't got, uh, uh, could Beck come on? Yeah, you're bashing the meat, apparently Branch hasn't got a big mission or something. Yeah, no, Beck's hands are up. Yeah, but, um, because I want to test my new 10 set. It's, I know I've got this power supply to run 10 sets. <clears throat> He's putting out a walloping signal now. Do you think he might be on? He could be. Oh, no, he wasn't. You said he was away. He's put up a new antenna now as well. Oh, yes. Up about 60 feet. Do you think he, he he's, he's away on his holiday, is he? He could be back now. Mary didn't say. Well, look, I've got this 10 set, and I th it's a 10 set power. I just said that there's no one there that, that I'd consider, you know, going around to their place at the weekend and all this sort of thing. Mm. It's mm. just not the same, which is completely different to what school was like. And uh, I suppose versity is sort of the same, I don't know. Oh, hang on, 160. Oh, no, it's still going. No, versity is just like school, it's quite good. Yeah, I just got to get sort of another thing is that everyone around there lives in Frankston, which is ridiculous too. So it means if they're doing anything, well, it's a bit, a bit of a nuisance factor. What? Um, it's not as if, you know, if I did want to drop in on people's places, it's a bit far to go to just drop in, say, evening. Yeah, you go along and you drop in on someone, or you're about to drop in on someone, and you probably think, oh, you know, what have we got in common anyway? This is it, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, look, you know, you want to talk to them about cross bands and things. Because, um, I don't know, people at school, you always found people at school. I had plenty of people you could talk to all the time about all sorts of things. But while well, at work, it's just completely different. Oh. Also, the fact that I suppose a lot of them are somewhat older than I am. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I found the same thing even when I started working at AW. It was, you know, really interesting job and all that, but you, you tend to go around in your own sort of little cloud, somehow. Yes. Evening. It's the... Yes. Is. Yeah. Evening. Evening, Bears. Where are you?
Oh, who, who is it? Who? Oh, that was that person that was on before. Oh. Treat it with complete ignore. Hang on, I'll get to them. That person doing funny tuttle missions, go and make of it and make of it and make of it and make of it. Then yeah, I'll get rid of them. <laughs> right. I agree. <clears throat> it depends how many people. How many people work at your place, Beck? About 45 or something. Struth. That's a lot, isn't it? But I suppose they're all much older than you are, which is probably a thing, yeah. That's right. Mm. Have no common interest. Mm. You take down a Henry type to play to them, think it's hilarious, and they just look at you. Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you got the tings? Who is that? Yes, there's a ting machine here. But somebody playing a nuisance factor. <clears throat> yes, so oh, I see exactly what you mean there, Paul. Yes. QRZ on the channel. My group listening. It is very easy to be in Chile. But the whole thing is, you know, if you, I suppose, if you're diversities or something, it's a lot much be better chance to uh, to get to make friends. To find someone with common interests. Yes. Well, I mean, that's why they've got clubs. Things like yeah. that. Was well, you work and you don't do much else. <clears throat> um, yeah. You don't meet many, you know, you don't get Unless many you want to get out to the pub for five hours every night. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're a pub like man, that. if you're a pub man, you're okay. Yes, <clears throat> you might, yes. But see, people who go down to the pub usually haven't got many interests. Interests anyway, all they're interested in sitting at the pub. That's right. Now, <clears throat> I must admit that I know I'm not, I'm, I, I like to think I'm gregarious, but I'm probably not as gregarious as I really am. And, uh... You, you, you tend to find when you get to work, to various places of work, mm. you just get the impression that all the people there are just not interested in doing exciting things. Yeah. I mean, other than, you know, some of them go skiing or go out on their motorboats or whatever. But like, like the ego. Doesn't sort of turn me on. <clears throat> yeah, I know. You, you mean more in, um, people do these things, they're just a surface thing, aren't they, to say that they're trendy and all this sort of jazz. And they're really, uh... yeah. You get people from time to time that are friendly, but it's always just a sort of a surface mm. thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like the two guys I work with, um, all they're interested in doing at the weekend is going down to the pub and just staying there. That all is weekend. disgusting, isn't it? That well, is one disgusting. Of them is, all they can think of is going out to the pub all the time. I think the pub's so boring. And the other guy, well, the other guy's married. Oh. And I don't think he's been married all that long. And um, So he's busy. He's busy, yes, right. Mm. So, um, <laughs> and, you know, the people in the office are about as interesting as a... As a Miss V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course, as soon as they get married, you can sort of write them off. Mm. I mean, as far as, as far as... Um, you know, being interested in, in getting particularly friendly or anything. Well, the, the, doesn't the face features... <coughs> doesn't he want to get friendly there, Paul? <laughs> well, maybe he does, but I know. <laughs> yes, well, you strike them too. <laughs> uh, actually, I think out of everyone in the office, sort of in the office department... Departments. There's only 
two people who are, are not accounted for, which is amazing. And one of them is so rough that um, she should be driving a truck. And the other one, well, has a brain about the size of a peanut, so you can't win. And neither is particularly interested. In fact, most of the people in the office are not in the least bit interested in casting. It's just a job. The people mm. in schedules sort of have been in casting for a while, so they know. But the people in the office just wouldn't know. And it's just like a job, you know, it's typist or something. That, that gets me too. You know, they should almost consider it a privilege to work at a place like that, but they couldn't give a tuttle. <laughs> I agree. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. It's a very strange thing, really. <clears throat> As you said, there's a lot of people who, who do work down there, but, um... Yes. It's very hard. Quite often there's a lot of people around with common interests that you don't really know about. Um... And you really got to, you know... Yeah, it's funny, though, how you never strike them at work. Oh, uh, yes. Like, you strike them in lots of other places, like, as you said, at the army, or at school, or particularly at uni, but, um... You know, it never seems to happen when you're at some place of work. There's my window to smash. Um, I think it's work. A lot of people go there. They don't really want to do anything. They just want to go there and get out as soon as possible and aren't interested in having any, any serious conversations where you might... Now, if you go down to the pub with them, you'll probably find out they'd have in common interests. But That's if you don't do it, that actually. sort of thing... Yeah, it's just the attitude that mm. people have in their minds when they go to work. That It's just, it's a, just a place a, a they drudge. put on their blinkers. Yeah, they go in a little cloud and they turn right off until 5 o'clock. Yeah. Yes, this is what tends to happen. Just close this window so it won't smash. Although you'd think down at the MP. What? Well, you'd think people would be turned on more. <coughs> yeah. Did you say on or off? On. O N. Oh, what by? Well, I mean, apart from those droopy people in the office, I mean, most of them should be sort of enjoying the work reasonably well. and talk to the office boy all day but you still lose interest there because he's such a pain <laughs> we go and talk to the record librarian about all the latest chords and all that they're interested in is the latest chords by pop group X and Y not in that order necessarily or you can go and talk to your boss who's never got much to say because he's always busy doing other things and who else can you talk to Cheese, don't you? Ain't go and tell the cheese all the latest. Well, actually, you can talk to the cheese. In fact, he's about the most amiable person around the place. In, in overall terms. If you've got scandal to give him. <laughs> oh, well, you can sit there and talk about various things just for hours. He, he has got intelligence. Yeah. Um, it's most of the other people down there, the other announcers, sort of don't give a tuttle about anyone. Um because they're either full of themselves or full from being down the pub all day. And mm. there's other announcers who sort of you never see around the place anyway because they only ever show up for their missions and then go home and you never see them again. And people have a tuttle because they're never doing any work and they sort of half blame you for not getting them to do work and mm. things like that. Uh, and all the people in the newsroom, well, it's sort of like a little closed shop. Mm. You can't go there to say evening to anyone. Mm. 
You can go and talk to Colin. Colin, one of the technicians. You can talk to him for quite some time. Mm. In fact, between him and the cheese, that's the only people I talk to. Oh, and there's a, a girl called Rowan in the schedules department. She can talk to her for hours. But, uh, What's their schedule there? Hmm? They schedule advertisements. Hmm. But, um... Well, apart from that... There's sort of nothing much you can do, unfortunately. Oh, mm. It's not like school where you can walk up... Well, you can walk up to, say, 50% of the people and just say evening to them and ask them... Or, you know, just sort of walk up to the middle of a conversation and just stand there and at least listen to it or something. But, um... um it's just not the same at work. Work, work, work. Just, work, just, just most of the time. Yeah, it, it depends really. I must admit, I don't have the same problem. Like often when I've worked in smaller places, I've, I've found it rather boring. But um, what's it like at Artie's? Well, the work basically is a drag in many respects. But it is fun. You just go in there. All I do is just walk around to the various areas and, and have have discussions all day. <clears throat> and uh, I'm often hard to find because I'm just walking around everywhere. And I must say, there are some very interesting people in that uh, organisation. And uh, some have interesting things to say, some, some haven't got interesting things to say. Most people have what they say is interesting, although I think it's very biased, but still it's, it's an intelligence. You're sort of um, exchanging intelligence, not just talking about the weather or, you know, the ball game or something like this. Um, it Actually, I think it's, like it's, I reckon it's mainly the people, because... When I was at Wagner's, there were a couple of guys there. No, one particular guy who was really friendly and um, sort of went on a couple of ski trips with him. And he was married, actually, which was even stranger. With him and, um, forget what his ex-wife's name was. But he was really friendly. That was sort of exceptional. So I sort of think, looking back on it... Yeah. Hello? Oh no! Is anyone there on two? Hello. Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't. You? I thought I was listening. To, I didn't know whether I was live or not. Oh, I didn't know whether you were live. Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> yeah. What's the most interesting discussions, isn't it? About um, like could, could get interesting. I think at work people do are much more turned off, which is a pity because work you should really be turned on. Yeah, of course, quite often at work, everyone's doing a different job. Yes, no. Which is not the same as school where everyone's in the same This is it. Thing. Each department really has no knowledge of what other people are doing. Yeah, so you can't sit down and, and whinge about things. Hmm. Because no one will be the slightest bit interested in what you're whinging about because they're doing something else. I find most people are very, very insular, really, aren't they? They've got very set ideas and certainly don't want to change them. Yeah, it makes you wonder how half them end up getting married. Well, I think most people are just as, you know... Similar. They, must, they must make an exception. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, well, that's sort of... Oh, can you listen, can you? Yeah, I'll have to change the aerial over there. Oh, look, so. don't worry about it. He's probably not there. I, can, I, can, I mean, I would have heard him if he was there. You sure? Well, it's a sensitive sieves. Right. More sense than a C-42 rubbish. Yeah, so it's sort of um, interesting uh, discussions. I mean, what, what, what do people do? Well, um, what, did, what sorts of things did you do at school, Beck? I mean, just reflecting back. 
what do you mean? What sort of things did I do? Oh, you know, people that you sort of got to know. Um, how did you get to know them? Like, probably most of them didn't have a common interest in radio or anything. No, that's right. Well, um, you sort of end up, there's about three sort of separate little groups of people. And I had a friend, well, I mean, um, a friend of mine who is an amateur now, socially deprived now that you've been at work? Well, I sort of feel more... I still see a lot of people from school. Mm. And I suppose I deliberately go out of my way to try and do it, just so that, you know, <laughs> I'm seeing people. I mean, I can sit in here and talk to you all night. It's a bore. So you just do it because you've got nothing better to do. <laughs> well, not really. Otherwise, I just wouldn't... If I, if I didn't like it at all, I wouldn't be doing it. And I wouldn't have gone and spent... A lot of money on buying uh, emitters. On buying six emitters. <laughs> so obviously I enjoy talking to you and the branch and everyone else. But, um, you know, I can't... <laughs> it's obvious that I can't just speak to you and, and just sort of talk to no one else ever in my life, apart from the people at work that I might see for eight hours a day. And that's it. So, yes. uh, mm. see, even the pulse. Now, the pulse was quite enjoyable because towards the end there, you uh, began to get to know people rather well. Uh, wait while I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some people were quite, you know, you could put well, up with them. I didn't find anybody there who would put did. Not anyone. Not really. Because even people like the Sovereign. Uh, now, you think he's a pain. He's a pain. But, you know, I met him at CR and, of course, he went to the pulse and all this sort of thing. And I used to be able to talk to him for hours. And just people like the the, um, the Jones and people like that, you know, every, you'd see them nearly every night and you could just talk to them about all sorts of things, mainly well, about how bad the pulse was. I never really got to a stage of talking to anybody there because I found they're all so artificial 
I'm sucking up to the pulse. Yeah. And I just thought it was such a pain. If people are going to be like that, I thought I just, you know... Yeah, but at least there were people to talk to. Well, I mean, I... Sort of, I sort of I, feel like that was rather a good atmosphere in many ways. I had better people to talk to than people who were sucking up to the pulse. <laughs> and who were well, hopeless anyhow. They only do that for themselves, but then they can't tell, tell you how bad the pulse is behind his back anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Uh, so the majority of people are, are very useless, really. Good evening. Uh, oh, good day, Mark. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. That's good. Are you alive, live or recorded? No, I'm live, actually. Oh, yes. You don't sound in a very good mood. No, I'm in a great mood, actually. Just hold on a second, I'll get the sleeves a bit closer so I can hear you properly. No, I just, oh, just heard you on, just thought I'd um, say evening. Um, whilst you were there, I just got home, actually. From work? Yeah. Oh, I sort of dropped in on some friends on the way home. Oh, yes. We're just talking about those sort of things, actually. Oh, I hadn't caught up on the uh, earlier... It's been part. rather boring missions, actually. It's been quite... Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. The missions just aren't what they used to be. I think I might just leave missions. It's such a bore. You've said that so many times, and you've always come back to it with a renewed interest. Well, look, it's just so boring. It's just so uninteresting. Sometimes they're a bit Now, who could this be? We say evening.